0: Now legal matters with Turner Freeman Lawyers, determined to make a difference. All right, now long-time uh, listeners to the afternoon program here on Two GB and Four BC will recognise our next guest. Of course, it's uh, Sally Gleeson from Turner Freeman. Uh, she's been leading the the charge in a class action against Australia's largest cosmetic surgery provider, Cosmetic Institute. And as reported earlier this month, almost a thousand women are now suing a group of ten doctors who performed a number of what they call one-size-fits-all breast implant surgeries. Now, many Australian women undergo cosmetic procedures every year, and unfortunately, many suffer complications, pain, uh, deformities, seizures, even death. Well, Sally's going to update us on the case, and she'll also take any questions you might have about legal negligence. So if you've got any questions about legal negligence, hop on the phones now. Uh, Don't leave it too late, because what often happens with this sort of thing People call right at the last minute when it's time to go home, don't they say? So call now, as they say. Uh, 131873. And as always, we've got that $100 Westfield voucher to give away to the caller who asked the best question of our Legal Matters segment. And uh, Tom and Jacob, they're sitting up straight and they're waiting to make the award of the $100 Westfield voucher. Sally Gleason's on the line. She's a partner, of course, with Turner Freeman in Sydney. Hello, Sally.
1: Hi, hello, good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon to you. So where are we with this, uh, this case against the Cosmetic Institute?
1: Uh, well, the case was commenced uh, a little bit over two years ago uh, and initially the case was a case about uh, what we allege to be a negligent system of cosmetic surgery. Mm. Uh, the cosmetic uh, provider at the time was called the Cosmetic Institute. It no longer exists. And there were four companies um, that provided uh, cosmetic uh, uh, surgery to women, mainly, however, breast augmentation surgery, so enhancing a woman's breast size. Uh, And the class action initially was uh, commenced against the four now uh, ceased Cosmetic Institute companies, the surgical director at the time. Uh, And since then, we have joined 11 doctors who were, Cosmetic doctors who operated and performed surgery, provided treatment, gave advice, and consulted with women uh, at the cosmetic institute at that time. Mm. So we've now, so we've gone from a, a class action involving five defendants to a class action now involving sixteen defendants, and we have twelve plaintiffs, women who represent the group, and we have it's an open class, so mm. there's an undefined group of women, but at the moment. Uh, we have uh you know close to a thousand women who have raised their hands and said we'd like to be part of this class action
0: okay, so how far has this got to go uh
1: well it's It's outside my control <laughs> yeah uh, all yeah. we can do is do our best uh we're at the hands of uh the legal system uh, the courts, and of course difficult defendants so uh it's really all we can do is push it through there will be an end there will be a hearing date there will be finality to the class action Mm. uh and all we can do is push it along ensure that we do our best to represent the women as best as possible and obviously the ultimate aim is compensation for these very deserving women
0: right now when it comes to cosmetic surgery these little clinics especially people just i guess they just assume that they're being treated by a professional is that actually the case
1: Well, not always. I mean, obviously, uh, there's a very, very big difference between someone who specializes in uh, cosmetic uh, procedures and who Mm -hmm. has the qualifications, skills and experience to perform cosmetic surgery. Cosmetic surgery should not be laughed at because of the name cosmetic. Uh, Cosmetic might mean to look better or to improve your appearance aesthetically, but the surgery is very, very difficult, complicated, invasive surgery that requires exceptional skill, experience and care. So. Uh, Women often go, uh, the doctor says, I'm a doctor, I can do this. And in Australia, they can. It's not regulated. So Mm -hmm. anyone who's completed medical school can theoretically operate on a woman and perform invasive uh, surgery, whether it be abdominoplasty or breast augmentation or facelift or whatever it is. But in fact... There's a huge difference between a doctor who's just finished medical school and a plastic surgeon who is the only recognized person to perform the surgery.
0: I I was going to ask you what sort of accreditation do they, they require, but you seem to be saying they really don't. Is that right?
1: to perform surgery yeah. in Australia, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the moment, it's unregulated. So anyone can uh, grab a knife, uh, finish medical school, grab a knife, open up a clinic and say, uh, I can do whatever you like me to do from a cosmetic point of view. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's quite scary. And and the, the issue isn't that they can or can't do it. The issue is women are not informed. It's about ensuring that people provide informed consent and know what they're getting themselves into. And, and that it's really a matter for the doctor to, to advise and inform, and that's the, the essence. All
0: right. Um, 131873 is the number. If you've got a question for Sally, uh, now is the moment to hop on the phone. 131873. I, um, I talked to a plastic surgeon. This is some years ago, Sally. Uh, and he was, um, he was very sensitive about the differences between plastic surgeons and cosmetic surgeons. Uh, Would you like to give our listeners the rundown on the difference between the two?
1: Yes, so anyone can call themselves a cosmetic surgeon. A cosmetic surgeon is not a uh, a recognised or official term. Anyone can call themselves a cosmetic surgeon. It's just a doctor performing cosmetic surgery. And as I said, it can be any doctor, someone who's finished uh, medical school, a GP, someone who's undergone uh, any type of training. A a plastic and reconstructive surgeon is is someone who has been given the official recognition by the Royal Australasian College of Surgeons to practice as a plastic and reconstructive surgeon. They can do cosmetic procedures, but they also do all the very intensive plastics work, burns, uh, 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 you know, deep uh, plastics work that involves not only aesthetic and cosmetic, but any mm. type of plastics work. And the, these doctors are doctors who, after the uh, very... Uh, initial training undergo a plastics uh, uh, training program which can mm-hmm. involve another ten or fifteen years of study
0: yeah, yeah. Um,
1: to become recognized and be given the official hat that and that is the only official recognition uh, yeah. of someone uh, who can practice as a plastic and reconstructive surgeon in australia
0: yeah, as I understand it the plastic surgery came out of i think it was World War one when there were terrible, terrible injuries to the soldiers, and it was a Absolutely. matter of yeah it was a matter of trying to reconstruct faces so um, that That's they right. could they could live some some sort of normal life. Now, if you have if you have some sort of breast work done, and you're not happy with it, where is the line between, uh, well, it didn't turn out how you thought it would, and negligence?
1: So uh, there's a big difference between uh, I go and see someone about uh, having a cosmetic procedure, and I'm not quite satisfied about the outcome. And Uh, what is deemed by the law to be negligent because the standard of surgery or the standard of treatment provided to someone is unreasonable, inappropriate, unwarranted. Mm. So the law creates thresholds and it's not enough to say, listen, I don't like the way I look. You need to prove that the service that was provided to you or the treatment was unreasonable, unreasonable according to peer opinion. Mm. Uh, and the court has to make a decision as to whether on balance having a look at uh, the expert opinion that's uh, gathered for the plaintiff versus the expert opinion that's gathered for the doctor or commissioned or retained for the doctor uh, proves on the balance of probabilities that the service that was provided to someone was unreasonable and that that is what negligence is Mm. the negligence isn't i don 't like how I look negligence is it was unreasonable and unsatisfactory mm. sufficient enough to not adhere or meet the standard of reasonableness according to the law All
0: right, now you've, a very big difference. yeah now you've been looking at this for quite some time obviously uh, do you have any figures on the percentage of uh, of women who would be unhappy with the surgery? not necessarily negligent but unhappy Have you got any figures on that?
1: Uh, generally speaking, women who approach me are not women who are uh, vain or women who are uh, simply unhappy with the aesthetic outcome because the result uh, doesn't suit the standards of what a good result should be. I mean, these are women who, uh, after many years of thinking and and uh, mulling over the subject, have decided that they want to look better. For example, women who have breastfed, who have had children, who have had uh, uh, weight loss or weight gain, and these are women who really—it's not about looking a lot better. It's about looking. Uh, a bit better uh, so that they can improve their confidence, their self-esteem and give themselves some sort of uh, 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 transition to the body that they once had as best as they can. Uh, And so these women don't come to me because uh, they're vain or because uh, they're complaining about something that's not really deserving. Rather, they've had surgery that has caused uh, pretty uh, 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 disfiguring outcomes. Doctors mm. who have created an inappropriate pockets into which the implants were inserted, their implants are malpositioned, there's rippling of the implants, there's deformity, mm. uh, there's excessive tissue tra- trauma, there's hemorrhage, infection, scarring. So these are quite significant injuries and disabilities. Mm. It's not an aesthetic yep. issue necessarily. It's more than that.
0: All right. Thank you very, very much for your time. We might leave it there for today. The and I'm sure that the moment we hang up, the, the, the board will light up. But Sally Gleeson, thank you very much, Sally. Uh, and, I'll give, and I'll give our listeners the details. Turner Freeman lawyers provide a range of specialised legal services, including compensation and negligence law, asbestos, uh, litigation, superannuation, disability claims, employment law, wills and estate and property law. And you can get in touch with Sally Gleeson uh, or any of the other lawyers at Turner Freeman. You can go online to turnerfreeman.com.au or you can call them on 134363. 63.